0: The third of the giants or the inhabitants of the promised land were the Amorites, five, five, nine in the Hebrew and the Strong's Concordance. It means to say, boast about, to say or boast about self, pride, to command, bitterness, rebels or rebelliousness, self-righteousness. Now, the word Amorite also represents self, self self-edification, unforgiveness, and self-righteous attitudes. The enemy uses pride to keep us distanced from God. He himself, as Lucifer, the angel of light, fell because of pride. In Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 to verse 15. Pride and a self-righteous attitude focus on self rather than Christ and others and puts others down in order to exalt self. Now, here are some attitudes associated with the um, spirit of pride. And you'll know if a spirit of pride is there, if these attitudes are evident. Why did Joe Blow get that position? I've been working here longer and been working harder and have done so much more for the company than him. I should have gotten that promotion, not him. How could God have given that person such a powerful ministry he or she was so sinful? I should be the leader, I know more and have so much more experience than you. Now, these attitudes lead to rebellion and a rebellious attitude towards others and towards God. You begin to believe that you know best and that you are right even when you are wrong. So how many of us have encountered people who no matter what they say are right even though they are wrong? And no matter what you say, they are right, even if they're wrong. We've all encountered people like that. We've been like that ourselves, haven't we? We've been like that ourselves. Now, the scary thing about this is the deception can be so strong in people that those people believe that their word is higher or greater or better than God's word and they think they are more right than God himself, and that their word is more right than God's word. I know it sounds far-fetched and hard to believe, but that's how far the deception goes, to the point where the person's even believing that their word is better or more right than God's own word. So this in turn leads to bondage to a spirit of control and witchcraft, you become controlled by the enemy and in turn begin to control others and are controlled by others. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 23 and verse 26. So go to first Samuel chapter 15 verse 23 and verse 26. It says, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Now in the original Hebrew, it reads, for rebellion is the sin of witchcraft, So God equates rebellion with witchcraft. In God's eyes, it's exactly the same. You don't have to go to a fortune teller. You don't have to have your palm read. You don't have to be involved in the occult to be rebellious. Just one simple act of disobedience is like witchcraft in God's sight. Why? Because witchcraft is a form of rebellion against God. But you don't have to be involved in witchcraft or the occult to be rebellious against God. Are you understanding me? Like I said before, if God should speak to you right now and say to you, walk up and down the width of this hall twice and you say, no, God, I don't want to do it. That's rebellion and it brings a spirit of witchcraft until you repent. And stubbornness is as or is iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. Now verse 26. But Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. So what has happened here was that King Saul, who was a king of Israel at that time, was walking in disobedience to the Lord. He continually disobeyed God, And did not repent adequately. So that means he would confess his sin, but go back to the same sin or commit other sins over and over and over and over again. And because of this, he lost his position as king and lost his anointing. He lost his position as king and he lost his anointing. And then we see later on he begins to be controlled by a demonic spirit. Because he was rebellious against the Lord and walking in disobedience to the Lord, a spirit of control, a demonic spirit comes upon him and begins to control him. Why? Because when you're walking in disobedience to the Lord, you're exposed to the enemy. The place of obedience is a place of protection against the attack of the enemy. The place of disobedience is the place of total exposure to the enemy and the attacks of the enemy. Are you with me? Why did this happen to King Saul? Because he rejected the word of the Lord. And he exalted himself, his own passions, his own desires, and his own needs over and above the commandment or the word of God. Okay. Now, the solution to this is to confess and repent of pride rebellion and to ask the Lord to put your flesh to death in these areas. That's the only way you can conquer and overcome this particular giant. There's no other way around it. There's no shortcuts. You must repent and die to self. Ask the Holy Spirit to purify that area in your life that is prone or that is inclined towards disobedience and, and stubbornness. And rebellion, see, that also not only involves rebellion against God's word and God's authority, but rebellion against the authority of the people that God has put in positions of authority. Did you get what I just said? Right, because when you rebel against people that God himself has put in authority, you are rebelling against God. You have to understand this. Yes, I'm going to be bold and I'm going to say it. When you rebel against pastors and leaders that God has put in authority in the church and you exalt your own passions and desires and what you want to do over what God is revealing to you or confirming to you through them, you're not only rebelling against those leaders, you're rebelling against God because he's put those leaders in their place. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be subject to every word we give you or everything we tell you, if your leaders are wrong, come to them, sit down with them, and discuss it with them and correct them, right? But if God has really spoken through them and you still persist in doing your own thing, you have rejected the word of the Lord through those leaders, right? So you're not only rejecting those leaders, you're rejecting God himself because he put them in that place. He's given them that position. Are you with me? Okay, Romans chapter 7 verse 5 and verse 18 and Romans chapter 8 verse 9 verse 10 and verse 13.